got a lot to get through, so I'll just have to get stuck in. Okay, so what is ad blocking? Wikipedia defines ad blocking as a type of software, or less commonly a computer hardware device, that can remove or alter advertising content from a web page, website, or mobile app. Okay, the stats. Where are we today in the United Kingdom? So the most recent stats I could find are from February 2020, which suggests, according to a poll conducted by YouGov on behalf of the Internet Advertising Bureau UK, is that around 25% of all people in, in the United Kingdom surveyed have ever downloaded an ad blocker and are currently using one. And the reported ad blocking levels from that survey have been relatively stable for the past four years. So the breakdown regarding devices, 21% of online adults in the United Kingdom use ad blockers on desktops or laptops, but it's worth noting that according to audience measurement, less than 20% of the time spent online in that territory is via those devices, compared to 10% on smartphone. And in terms of demographics, the 18 to 24s remain the most likely ad group to have installed an ad blocker. However, this decreased significantly over the previous year to 2020. So in practice, this is the, the, the default settings of the Adblock Plus uh, browser plugin, which is a very popular um, ad blocker. And the default setting is that you allow acceptable ads. We'll talk about that a bit later. And here is the Adblock Plus, which is built in to the CC Cleaner browser. CC Cleaner is a, a computer maintenance software. They also broadened out their offering. And you've got three settings. And the first one, Essential, roughly corresponds to the default setting um, of, of, of the plugin. Okay, so what's an acceptable ad? They are ads which aren't intrusive, are annoying, and they're clearly labelled as advertisements. There's certain legal requirements which require that as well in various territories. And ads that abide by the, the, those standards are placed on a whitelist. It's worth noting that large publishers have to pay as well to be um, on that whitelist. So in terms of the trends from the UK, uh, we've got some data here on Adblock Plus, the browser extension, and the general, around the general topic, which both seem to correlate in terms of relative search interest since 2004. So according to this data, around um, 2011, there's been a rise in the relative search interest for the browser extension and around the topic. And then a decline started around uh, 2013, approximately, in the relative search interest. So that's just some guidance on how to interpret the Google Trends data. So in terms of the stats we've got in terms of the usage, the Chrome saw reports 10 million plus users of Adblock Plus and Firefox um, extension store around 6 million users. 
And back to the um, IAB February 2020 data, this suggests that ad blocking levels have remained relatively consistent since 2016. And it, again, more information about the, the actual demographics. Men are two more times more likely to use an ad blocker than women. And this is possibly due to that we know that men are more likely to take up new technology than women. Here's some data from a while back in terms of the motivations of ad blockers in the UK. And by far and away, the most popular reason to block, to use ad blockers is to block all types of ads, which stands to reason really. And in terms of trends beyond the UK, this is some research from uh, Northern Europe and the United States finds that fewer respondents said they use ad blockers in 2020 than four years ago. So it's potentially a, a, a broader trend than just in the UK. So why is has there been a decline in or stabilize and or stabilization in the use of ad blockers? Possibly it's down to the shift to browsing on mobile devices in various markets. And also due to the rise of ad blocking and the reasons for that, publishers and tech companies are asserting more discipline around the display of annoying ads like pop-ups and auto play videos with sound on. So they're listening to their audience and their concerns. So there's some research from the Press Gazette, which is a publishing trade newspaper. They tested the Adblock Plus Chrome extension on every major online news website serving the UK and found that less than half take action against ad blockers. Some major ad reliant news websites such as the Daily Mail, the Sun and the Mirror were taking no action at that time to prevent ad blocking. It's worth noting that the Daily Mail has since blocked ad block users. Okay, so in terms of how publishers are reacting to um, ad block users, some uh, add an overlay which basically stops your access if they detect an ad blocker in your browser and Others use an, a different type of overlay, which is to encourage people to disable their ad blocker. So here, this is from the CNBC website. You've got the option to, to continue without supporting. So it means that you are not blocked from browsing the website just because you're using an ad blocker. So personally speaking, one of the things I think is possibly a factor um, in terms of ad blocking is the remarketing ads following us around the internet. I personally don't like that and I suspect that may be a factor in um, ad block uh, take up. Okay, so beyond the traditional text ads on search engines and banner ads on publishing websites, there's other types of advertising such as native advertising like Taboola and Outbrain and it's worth noting that some ad blockers do block that type of ad as well. I tested it on the IMDB uh, which is a database about films and even on the, the default setting the Taboola ads were blocked and also 
since the conference is about Amazon ads, uh, I tested Amazon sponsored listings using uBlock Origin ad blocker and it blocked the sponsored listings, but not in my, it, those ads weren't blocked in my test using AdBlock Plus or just the, the normal AdBlock browser. Okay, so as we've said, um, there is a move to use of browsers on smartphones, the mobile internet. Chrome for Android has no extension support, so you can't block ads uh, just with a browser extension. There are various options for, for Chrome, such as AdShield, and one of the technologies they're using is DNS-based interception of ads. And um, there's, for other browsers like Samsung Internet, there's AdGuard. So, yeah, I haven't gone into the history, but ad blocking has an around 20-year history on the Internet, and the technology is evolving. So... In the past, how it would work is there'd literally be lists made of um, content to block, which would be how the ad blocker would work. But now AdBlock Plus has perceptual ad blocking, which where ads are visually detected. And this is a more scalable method than applying tens of thousands of manually created filter rules. So in terms of the, the ad blocker market, there's some academic research which suggests that uBlock is considered the plugin with the best performance in terms of ad and third party tracker filtering and the least privacy tracking. And there's, there's ways you can block ads on modern Android smartphones by changing the ad, by changing to an ad blocking services private DNS provider. And in terms of the bigger picture, it's worthwhile noting that there is uh, a conflation of online privacy and ad blocking. Ghostery, the online pro privacy stroke ad blocker tool, calls itself online privacy made easy. That's its catchphrase. And th there's also artificial intelligence technology which has been um, developed in research recently, which can achieve a rate of 93% accuracy in detecting sites that successfully circumvent ad blockers, because there is the ad blocker, there's the ad block blocker, and there's also the ad blocker blocker. And it is a, a, a war of technology which is continuously evolving and um Suffice to say, it's um, ever-changing. Okay, so as I say, um, ad blocking and privacy are very closely related. Not necessarily the exact same thing, but certain brands are, one of they, they're marketing their unique selling points as privacy, and Apple is doing that. And you can't ignore what Apple are doing. So, for example, in the upcoming iOS 14 software, there's a feature which lets users opt out of ad tracking on a per app basis. And that has everyone from Facebook to news publishers concerned about advertising revenue. So that's, again, part of the bigger picture. 
And again, there's uh, ads in other forms which hitherto haven't you haven't been able to block. But there's technologies developing and evolving, such as AdSkip Pro, which allows you to block audio ads in podcasts. Its functionality is limited. You've got some uh, guidance there. To the best of my knowledge, I only worked on certain podcasts at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's still evolving. It's worth noting there's some gaps in how these technologies work. So, say, for example, this is um, a search on Google for the brand Adidas um, with Adblock Plus uh, built into CC Cleaner browser. And um, with the ad blocker off, you can still see the Adidas ad at the bottom and the sponsored uh, Google Shopping listings, which are also ads. And with it on, you still see the sponsored Google Shopping listing. So it's not blocking um, sponsored listings. And uh, if memory serves, I contacted um, IO, who make Adblock Plus, about this about five years ago. And they said it'd be bad for the user experience if they blocked all of the the shopping listings in the shopping section. That was when shopping listings were only ads. So I don't know what's going on there, to be honest. OK, a quick few takeaways. So obviously there's implications for um, how sales and um relation to SEO and PPC and in terms of how you target your audiences. There's less ad blocking on smartphones according to the research in the UK because it's more difficult basically to do that. And again, the strategy needs to take into account that some of the recent new and next generations of internet users may be invisible to certain advertisers in certain markets so you do need an seo content strategy mm -hmm. to engage the ad blocking demographics we talked about the young earlier apparently high earners are more likely to use ad blockers as well it's possible to track site users ad block usage with google analytics avinash couch has given some guidance on that you need to test your sites using the popular ad blockers on various devices and operating systems because how you structured your site may cause um, some content to be blocked, which is not even ads. And there's the bigger picture of how will online newspaper and magazine publishers pay for content if the customers won't see or click on ads. There's there's consequences to not funding journalism, essentially. So think about that in terms of your own uh, use. It's worth noting that um, there's still privacy concerns and tracking concerns with the default settings of uh, Adblock Plus. So that may become more of an issue as, as time goes on, as we move from the general specific, from specific concerns of ad blocking to pri privacy on the web. Okay. I think I'm running out of time. So for my slides, please visit my website and I'm going to be linking to some of the 
the studies I talked about, as well as a recent first large-scale study of the state of the Adblock Circumvention Arms Race. You can follow me on Twitter at SEO Tips and Tricks. And my website is www.seolondonsurrey.co.uk. Whoops, looks like the ad blocker was kicked in. I've got a lot to get through, so I'll just have to get stuck in. Okay, so what is ad blocking? Wikipedia defines ad blocking as a type of software, or less commonly a computer hardware device, that can remove or alter advertising content from a web page, website, or mobile app. Okay, the stats. Where are we today in the United Kingdom? So the most recent stats I could find are from February 2020, which suggests, according to a poll conducted by YouGov on behalf of the Internet Advertising Bureau UK, is that around 25% of all people in, in the United Kingdom surveyed have ever downloaded an ad blocker and are currently using one. And the reported ad blocking levels from that survey have been relatively stable for the past four years. So the breakdown regarding devices, 21% of online adults in the United Kingdom use ad blockers on desktops or laptops. But it's worth noting that according to audience measurement, less than 20% of the time spent online in that territory is via those devices compared to 10% on smartphones. And in terms of demographics, the 18 to 24s remain the most likely ad group to have installed an ad blocker. However, this decreased significantly over the previous year to 2020. So in practice, this is the, the, the default settings of the Adblock Plus uh, browser plugin, which is a very popular um, ad blocker. And the default setting is that you allow acceptable ads. We'll talk about that a bit later. And here is the Adblock Plus, which is built in to the CC Cleaner browser. CC Cleaner is a, a computer maintenance software. They also broadened out their offering. And you've got three settings. And the first one, Essential, roughly corresponds to the default setting um, of, of, of the plugin. Okay, so what's an acceptable ad? They are ads which aren't intrusive, are annoying, and they're clearly labelled as advertisements. There's certain legal requirements which require that as well in various territories. And ads that abide by the, the, those standards are placed on a whitelist. It's worth noting that large publishers have to pay as well to be um, on that whitelist. So in terms of the trends from the UK, uh, we've got some data here on Adblock Plus, the browser extension, and the general, around the general topic, which both seem to correlate in terms of relative search interest since 2004. So according to this data, around um, 2011, there's been a rise in the relative search interest for the browser extension and around the topic. And then a decline started around uh, 2013, approximately, 
in the relative search interest. So that's just some guidance on how to interpret the Google Trends data. So in terms of the stats we've got in terms of the usage, the Chrome saw reports 10 million plus users of Adblock Plus and Firefox um, extension store around 6 million users. And back to the um, IAB February 2020 data, this suggests that ad blocking levels have remained relatively consistent since 2016. And it, again, more information about the, the actual demographics. Men are two more times more likely to use an ad blocker than women. And this is possibly due to that we know that men are more likely to take up new technology than women. Here's some data from a while back in terms of the motivations of ad blockers in the UK. And by far and away, the most popular reason to block, to use ad blockers is to block all types of ads, which stands to reason really. And in terms of trends beyond the UK, this is some research from uh, Northern Europe and the United States finds that fewer respondents said they used ad blockers in 2020 than four years ago. So it's potentially a, a, a broader trend than just in the UK. So why is has there been a decline in or stabilize and or stabilization in the use of ad blockers? Possibly it's down to the shift to browsing on mobile devices in various markets. And also due to the rise of ad blocking and the reasons for that, publishers and tech companies are asserting more discipline around the display of annoying ads like pop-ups and auto play videos with sound on. So they're listening to their audience and their concerns. So, there's some research from the Press Gazette, which is a publishing trade newspaper. They tested the Adblock, Adblock Plus Chrome extension on every major online news website serving the UK and found that less than half take action against ad blockers. Some major ad reliant news websites such as the Daily Mail, the Sun and the Mirror were taking no action at that time to prevent ad blocking. It's worth noting the Daily Mail has since blocked ad block users. Okay, so in terms of how publishers are reacting to um, ad block users, some uh, add an overlay which basically stops your access if they detect an ad blocker in your browser, and Others use an, a different type of overlay, which is to encourage people to disable their ad blocker. So here, this is from the CNBC website. You've got the option to, to continue without supporting. So it means that you are not blocked from browsing the website just because you're using an ad blocker. So personally speaking, one of the things I think is possibly a factor um, in terms of ad blocking is the remarketing ads following us around the internet. I personally don't like that, and I suspect that may be a factor in um, ad block uh, take up. Okay, so beyond the traditional text ads on search engines and banner ads on publishing websites, there's 
other types of advertising, such as native advertising like Taboola and Outbrain. And it's worth noting that some ad blockers do block that type of ad as well. I tested it on the IMDB, uh, which is a database about films. And even on the, the default setting, the Taboola ads were blocked. And also, since the conference is about Amazon ads, uh, I tested Amazon sponsored listings using uBlock Origin ad blocker and it blocked the sponsored listings, but not in my, it, those ads weren't blocked in my test using AdBlock Plus or just the, the normal AdBlock browser. Okay. So as we've said, um, there is a move to use of browsers on smartphones, the mobile internet. Chrome for Android has no extension support, so you can't block ads uh, just with a browser extension. There are various options for, for Chrome, such as AdShield, and one of the technologies they're using is DNS-based interception of ads. And um, there's, for other browsers like Samsung Internet, there's AdGuard. So, yeah, I haven't gone into the history, but ad blocking has an around 20 year history on the Internet and the technology is evolving. So in the past, how it would work is there'd literally be lists made of um, content to block, which would be how the ad blocker would work. But now Adblock Plus has perceptual ad blocking, which where ads are visually detected. And this is a more scalable method than applying tens of thousands of manually created filter rules. So in terms of the, the ad blocker market, there's some academic research which suggests that uBlock has considered the plugin with the best performance in terms of ad and third party tracker filtering and the least privacy tracking. And there's there's ways you can block ads on modern Android smartphones by changing the ad by changing to an ad blocking services private DNS provider. And in terms of the bigger picture, it's worthwhile noting that there is a, a conflation of online privacy and ad blocking. Ghostery, the online pro privacy stroke ad blocker tool calls itself online privacy made easy. That's its catchphrase. And th there's also artificial intelligence technology, which has been um, developed in research recently, which can achieve a rate of 93% accuracy in detecting sites that successfully circumvent ad blockers because there is the ad blocker, there's the ad block blocker, and there's also the ad blocker blocker. And it is a, a, a war of technology which is continuously evolving. And um, suffice to say, it's um, ever changing. Okay, so as I say, um, ad blocking and privacy are very closely related, not necessarily 
the exact same thing, but certain brands are one of they they're marketing their unique selling points as privacy, and Apple is doing that, and you can't ignore what Apple are doing. So, for example, in the upcoming iOS 14 software, there's a feature which lets users opt out of ad tracking on a per app basis, and that has everyone from Facebook to news publishers concerned about advertising revenue. So that's again part of the bigger picture. And again, there's ads in other forms which hitherto haven't you haven't been able to block, but there's technologies developing. And evolving, such as AdSkip Pro, which allows you to block audio ads in podcasts. Its functionality is limited. You've got some uh, guidance there. To the best of my knowledge, it only works on certain podcasts at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's still evolving. It's worth noting there's some gaps in how these technologies work. So, say for example, this is. Um, a search on Google for the brand Adidas um, with Adblock Plus uh, built into CC Cleaner browser and um, with the ad blocker off you can still see the ad Adidas ad at the bottom and the sponsored uh, Google shopping listings which are also ads and with it on you still see the sponsored Google shopping listing, so it's not blocking um, sponsored listings. And uh, if memory serves, I contacted um, IO, who make Adblock Plus, about this about five years ago, and they said it'd be bad for the user experience if they blocked all of the the shopping listings in the shopping section. That was when shopping listings were only ads. So I don't know what's going on there, to be honest. Okay, a quick few takeaways. So obviously there's implications for um, how sales and um, relation to SEO and PPC and in terms of how you target your audiences. There's less ad blocking on smartphones according to the research in the UK because it's more difficult basically to do that. And again, the strategy needs to take into account that some of the recent new and next generations of Internet users may be invisible to certain advertisers in certain markets. So you do need an SEO content strategy to engage the ad blocking demographics. We talked about the young earlier. Apparently, high earners are more likely to use ad blockers as well. It's possible to track site users ad block usage with Google Analytics. Avinash Kaushik's given some guidance on that. You need to test your sites using the popular ad blockers on various devices and operating systems. Because how you structured your site may cause um, some content to be blocked, which is not even ads. And there's the bigger picture of how will online newspaper and magazine publishers pay for content if customers won't see or click on ads. There's there's consequences to not funding journalism, essentially. So think about that in terms of your own uh, use. It's worth noting that um, there's still privacy 
concerns and tracking concerns with the default settings of uh, Adblock Plus. So that may become more of an issue as, as time goes on, as we move from the general specific, from specific concerns of ad blocking to pri privacy on the web. Okay, I think I'm running out of time. So for my slides, please visit my website and I'm going to be linking to some of the studies I talked about as well as a recent first large scale study of the state of the Adblock Circumvention Arms Race. You can follow me on Twitter at SEO Tips and Tricks. And my website is www.seolondonsurrey.co.uk. Whoops, looks like the ad blocker was kicked in. <laughs>